Fear entered my heart. The feeling of failure was plaguing me as a new father and a late graduate of the university, as being driven to take my own life. I want to share with you how I got out of it and how you can overcome any challenges in your life. You are listening to Inner Pursuit with David Pearson. Let's get started. Welcome to Into Pursuit. I'm David Pearson. I would like to thank Spotify on making the distribution of my podcast possible to various channels. You can find my podcast and links to the various distributors at anchor.fm slash pursuit. You can also find my podcast along with ways to support this channel over at interpursuit.com. My podcast is first broadcast live on YouTube, then it is distributed to various podcast outlets. If you enjoy what I have to share and discuss, will you please like my video? With every subscription, like, and share, it will help the algorithms of YouTube and podcast platforms to place my content in front of new and potential listeners. I will also like to have a special thanks to Marco. <coughs> Let's try it again. Marco Guerrero for having me on his YouTube channel recently. He interviewed me and I spilled my guts on my TBI recovery. I went into in depth with my spiritual experiences in recovery and we discuss, discussed faith in Jesus Christ. This discussion went on for nearly two hours and I had a lot of fun with it and I encourage you to check it out. You may find that interview by visiting my website at inthepursuit.com or you can find the link directly in the interview description of this podcast. <clears throat> Did I even say that right? <clears throat> or you can find the link directly to this interview in the, in the description of this podcast. I don't mean to keep on going back and repeating these things, folks. Um, maybe I can have some sense of realism while I'm going on through. But there's a reason why I'm doing this. This next segment is very difficult for me. I have debated with myself, question if it will be worth it. It is not a proud moment of my life. But it is my history, my experience, which I can only hope it will benefit others. I've only shared this story with two groups of people. It is deeply personal, hence why I am reading from a pre-written script rather than approaching you with notes alone. This is one story I want to share in some specific form of details. I first shared my story to my church back in 2016. Following that story, a gentleman approached my wife He mentioned a book he was compiling of spiritual experiences and wanted to include mine. But I did reject 
I did speak with him personally later that day. I politely declined and said, This is my story to share. I plan to write a book someday of my personal experiences, and I will include the story. It is mine to share. I have then shared my story on a Facebook group dedicated to Global Fasting and Prayer on April 7, 2020, a group that was put together in response to religious leaders calling for a global fast in result of the pandemic. This group is called Worldwide Unified. I shared the purpose. I shared my story for the purpose of building faith in fasting. As a result, my story received 861 loves, 680 likes, 14 wows, one sad emoji, 150 comments, and 13 shares. That is over 1,700 responses to my story in this group. Minuscule in comparison to many YouTube celebrities or TikTokers, but an impact nonetheless. A few months later, one of the founders of the group messaged me to ask if they can include my story in a book that they wanted to compile, dedicated to the Worldwide Unified Group. But of course, that someone was going to make a profit off of it. I told them on condition that the authors and publishers signed a certified agreement with me so that I can retain the ownership of the story. Otherwise, the answer would be no. I told him that I was planning on writing my own book someday and that I will include this story. I never heard back on that response. I decided to share this story with you. It has nothing to do with my experience in TBI, but as a late bloomer in life concerning my reception of an education and growing a family. I'm sharing this story with you now out of encouragement from my wife, knowing other people share similar struggles. I hope that my story can help provide hope for a way out. I face suicide and God saved me from the dark path that I was on. I was 31 years old at that time, entering into my career field. I just graduated with a bachelor's the previous year after nine years of schooling. Typically, doctorates and PhDs are achieved within that time frame, but not for me. I spent nine years of schooling to achieve a double bachelor's, not out of failure, but because I spent most of my 20s working and playing while living in Southern California, I was not ready to grow up, nor have I gathered a good sense of what it truly was like to be an adult. When I got serious about life, about adulthood, I had an increasing desire to be married and a desire to have children. It was then that I moved out of state to be serious about school, where I had met the love of my life and got married within the middle of those nine years. 
After I had graduated, I moved my family out to Washington State to start my career. And I was a new dad to a wonderful son. I felt as though I was growing up rather quickly and a little late. And because I didn't take school seriously in the beginning, having graduated nearly a decade later, I started to fear that I might have messed up and will never be stable in my life. I felt that I was not worthy of being a dad or a husband. Every day I went to work. The feeling of failure grew. I then started to take comfort in thoughts of taking my own life. Feeling as though my family would be better off. I knew this wasn't me. I had never had issues with suicide before. And if a thought even entered my mind, I would immediately put it off. It wasn't working this time. I was becoming more afraid every day, but comforted in my growing temptation to kill myself. Day after day, I would visualize different methods, what the experience would be like, and how I would end my life. I started taking comfort, settling on acceptance of the end. I decided that it was going to be by my greatest fear. I knew where, where I could go and how I could do it. At that time, and even today, I am a faithful member of my church, a faithful believer in Jesus Christ. I live now to serve the Lord. And yet, this uncanny temptation was plaguing me. I was praying to God daily for help with no answer. I felt like I was cut off and rejected by Him. I didn't see much hope for me. My career, my family, even my own salvation. One day, while at work, I was starting to take great courage in taking my own life. And through that process, fear magnified within me. While I was pondering these moments, I then heard urgent words come to my mind. David, you need to fast. My mind became clear for a second, and I felt that I had been under the influence of an evil power. I was literally in a battle for my life. While pondering this moment, I heard again two more times the same message, except that last message said something different at the end. I felt the urgency was to act now. That voice said, David, you need to fast right now. With no delay, I got up from my desk and took a walk around downtown Seattle. I was pondering what I heard. I then caved and dedicated myself to fasting 
as I was told to do. I began to fast, and I was determined to do it until I could hear the Lord, even if it meant fasting for two days without food or water. Throughout my period of fasting, I have been praying in my heart, on the bus, later that night by my bedside, early in the morning by my bedside, and continually throughout the next day. I felt an internal battle, a rage that was building up within me. The emotions and anxiety was strong, and I knew it wasn't me. This was happening, happening during this period of fasting and prayer. Hour after hour, though, after some time the following day, I began to feel my body, my mind, and my heart settle. And then by the 26th hour of my fast, I felt peace enter into my heart. And I knew it was the Holy Spirit of God saying, I have accepted your offering. The plague of suicide had instantly left my mind. The fear immediately wiped my way, wiped away. And I could feel that I was healed by my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Sometimes we deal with difficult challenges that we cannot find a resolution for. During his earthly ministry, Christ, Jesus himself, gave us the answer after his apostles failed to cast out an evil spirit from a boy. Quoting from Matthew chapter 17, verses 18 through 21, from the New Testament of the King James Version of the Bible. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and a child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Howbeit, this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. Because of fasting and prayer, I have never been tempted or contemplated. Let me say it again. Because of fasting and prayer, I had never been tempted or contemplated the thoughts of suicide ever again. It doesn't mean that life's challenges has gone away. But that part of me has been cast out. That part of me has been healed. And up to this very day, I have continued to grow in my family. I have three children, 
and I continue to work to provide for them food, a roof over their head, and a good way of life and a good education. Just as the Lord had healed me, He can heal you. He can heal anyone in this world. Stop allowing your thoughts to dictate what the Lord can and cannot do for you. We cannot fathom the minuscule of that mustard seed that he has told us about if we were to have that faith. We cannot fathom what he could do for each and every one of us. And all he asked was for us to exercise that little grain of mustard seed, that little tiny particle of faith. And if we do, he can heal us. He can change us. The Lord said to his apostles concerning the boy plagued with an evil spirit. As a reminder. That this kind of spirit cannot be cast out. Except by the action of prayer and fasting. I believe this. Because it has worked for me. And many, many other experiences I have shared you, especially through the recovery process of my TBI. The Lord Jesus Christ is there and he is very healing. You may not see him and I may not see him face to face. But his Holy Spirit is strong. And his power is undeniable. I believe we can turn to our Savior. I believe we can exercise our faith. Even when we feel like we have none. It's probably the best time to even do this. When we don't feel like that we have faith or the belief in God or Jesus Christ and we are struggling. What do you have to lose? To pray to a God that you do not know but who knows you. What do you have to lose to give up food for 24 hours or even two days if necessary, food and water, and give yourself up to prayer and to fight for your life? What if you were to try that? Could you experience the same thing that I have? Hear the Spirit of God? Maybe they would touch your heart and let you feel joy for the first time in a long time. Yes, it can happen. Prayer and fasting for an extended period of time can be healing, can bring peace, can bring you the sense of love from an eternal God. This is my story. This is what I wanted to share. And this is all that I have for my podcast today. But I wanted to say it. And I will admit this this right here is a terrifying thing for me to do. Because it is not a proud moment of my own history. But Jesus Christ was there. And I exercised faith in prayer and fasting. 
What about you? Do you struggle? Do you know someone who struggles? Whether if it's from the thoughts of, thoughts of uh, suicide, maybe the plagues of mental illness. Leave your comment below. If uh, you can leave a comment on my podcast, please leave a com- comment on my podcast. You can reach out to me on anchor.fm slash pursuit. You can actually leave a voice message. You can write me at david at enderpursuit.com or on YouTube. Leave a comment below the video. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your challenges. And let me know how you have overcome or what you plan to do to overcome them. Let's talk about this thing. If you like what I have to share, which which I hope you do, please like this video, like my podcast, share it, and subscribe. You never know who can see and listen to my story. Perhaps it can help someone you least expect it. I am David Pearson, and this is In the Pursuit. Thank you for listening.